0: Chapter 46. The History of Christian Philosophy Section A. There is a Christian Philosophy We have called Christian philosophy, see Chapter 3, Section C, the philosophy which developed in the environment of the Christian faith and Christian theology. It is a philosophy, since it is reasoning, regarding the highest causes and first principles of reality, understandable to anyone, whether Christian or not. In fact, it is a very powerful philosophy for anyone who really gets to know it. Indeed, it shows that when reason is guided by Christian faith, it can walk more safely. Some modern historians of philosophy have maintained that there was no such thing as a Christian philosophy, but only a Christian theology. When writing the history of philosophy, therefore, they start with the Greeks, bypass the Christian centuries, and go on to the Renaissance, when pure philosophy begins again. But this unwarranted approach has already been surpassed by more recent historians, both Christian and non-Christian, who have taken the trouble of seriously studying the philosophy of the Christian centuries, and thereby rediscovering its astonishing wealth and creative thought. The philosophy of St. Thomas Aquinas is particularly vigorous and profound precisely as a philosophy. It is not a mixture of faith and reason. St. Thomas always distinguishes faith and reason without confusing them, but also shows their perfect harmony, i.e. how they can never be in conflict. What we can see with reason alone is seen by faith, with much more light. And what faith reveals is never against reason, though it often surpasses it. See chapter 2 and chapter 21, sections A and B. Christianity is not a philosophy, but a religion, a supernatural religion revealed by God himself, and thus claiming to be the true religion, for which it can show its credentials, motives, or credibility. The body of doctrine revealed by God, divine revelation, includes 1. Supernatural truths, i.e. truths which man could never discover by himself, and 2. Natural truths about God and man. Example, that God exists, that he is only one, that he is the creator of the universe, that man has a spiritual and immortal soul, that there is a mortal law, dot dot dot. These natural truths are also the object of philosophy. Aristotle, for instance, studied them, but by revealing them himself, God wants to guide us to clarify our minds, like a teacher explaining some difficult matter to a student, and thus enlightening him. See chapter 5, sections A and B. Many of the truths which the pagans had known were clarified by Christian revelation so that they did not have to break away from their philosophy altogether, but rather bring it to perfection. This is what happened, for instance, with St. Justin, who died as a Christian martyr in the middle of the 2nd century. His tradition was then followed by countless others, among whom the great Christian teachers St. Augustine and St. Thomas. The latter says that those natural truths about God and man can indeed be known by reason alone, but not easily. Through divine revelation, on the other hand, they are known easily and without error.